You're tuning, You're tuning in. in. TBD. 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 Into TBD. 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 To be discussed. To be discussed. To be discussed. Hey everyone, it's your host May Wu. Welcome back to To Be Discussed TBD podcast. It's a podcast about topics that we don't typically discuss, but we should. So I have a guest here today. His name is Randall Telfer, and I'm really excited to introduce him because we're going to talk about transitioning from a professional athlete to a professional in the workforce and kind of everything that encompasses. So I'm really excited for us to dive into this. I'm going to let him introduce himself. My name's uh, Randall Telfer, a good friend of May. Um, she and I met a little while ago. We've got some mutual friends. Um, I live down in, in, in Los Angeles, California, originally from here. Um, was fortunate to, to go to school um, at US, USC. Um, currently, um, I work at New York Life um, as a uh, registered representative. Um, I, I'm a former um, professional football player. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about today, just kind of the transition from um, professional sports to being a, a professional at a different, you know, a different, you know, phase of my life. So uh, glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, May, thanks for having me. Um, I've been wanting to do an episode on this for a while because I've seen this as something that is really a big struggle for a lot of people um, that have played sports all their life and then kind of exiting sports and coming into the job market. And that transition is so crazy. So I'm so happy to have you here. And when we met, we were just, we all went and grabbed a bow and arrow and did some <laughs> archery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, archery has kind of been my thing for a little while, um, surprisingly, uh, just because when, when I was playing ball, uh, out in Ohio, there wasn't a, a ton of stuff to do. You know, like a lot of the guys that came from places like New York, LA, Miami, you know, they're used to like cities like that, big metropolitan cities like that. And so when they get to a place like Ohio and, and you don't, you don't have, really have access to a lot of those, those things, you kind of start to look outside of your comfort zone to kind of keep you busy. And so archery was kind of that that thing for me where um, it still allowed me to remain competitive right and it's still like um when i was there i i bought a bow and i used to spend a lot of time at the range and i actually got pretty good after a little while and so i remember when when, when i went up there you know derek and i uh and and you we went to the range to, to to try it out which um you actually did really well now that i think about it i think you did the best <laughs> out of everyone so props to you <laughs> Thank you. I was, uh, I remember you actually said while we were in the car, um, you said it's one of those things. If you're good at it, you're good at it initially. And yeah. if you're not, then you're not. And yeah. I remember sitting in the car going, damn, I hope I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now that I've experienced it, I'm like, wow, that's actually a really, re uh, like relaxing sport. And so, I guess I want to talk more about this transition and I'm curious about when did you start thinking about life outside of sports? I think that can be really challenging because you can be just consumed by sports, especially at a school like USC where yeah. sports is really important. Yeah. So to be completely honest, um, I started thinking about um, life outside of sports when I was actually in college. 
Um, and I decided mm-hmm. to, in my last year, I decided to start uh, working on a master's degree. Um, and so, you know, you know, all my ad- advisors and coaches and even some of my peers were, you know, commending me for my efforts in, in, in pursuing a degree or second degree. Uh, but if I'm being completely honest, like even while I was um, working on that degree, my mind was still 100 percent consumed by by sports, by football, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even in the NFL, it was still consumed by football. And um, not to say that I was just obsessed with the game, but it, it's football, especially, you know, sports for sure, but football, especially, it, it, it demands so much focus and attention to where it's hard to think about anything outside of it, right? So, you know, like I said, I picked up the, the bow and I started to do some archery. It doesn't take a lot of strategy. It doesn't take a lot of, um, you know what I mean? Like studying doesn't take a lot of thought, right? You just, you focus on a target for you. Mm-hmm. You hit that target, you hit the target and you did well, right? The success is the equivalent to scoring a touchdown. You know, it wasn't until I, um, in the off season when I, when I really started to think about, you know, life outside of, of football, just because I can kind of feel my, my time, um, coming to an end. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I Obviously, like I wish I could have played longer, but you know, when you, when you know, you know, right? You you kind of have mm-hmm. a feeling when, um, when it when it's time to hang up the cleats, and I, I started to have that feeling um, after my last season, um, going into the to the next season. So, like, were you okay with this idea of, like you said, hanging hanging down the cleats or putting the cleats away? Um, was I okay with it at the time? Uh. Yes and no. Um, I'll say yes because my body was hurting, my my you know mind was so stressed, um, and I kind of wanted to 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 rid myself of that. Yeah. But I wasn't I wasn't ready to put the cleats down because uh, it's all I've ever known. It's it's all mm-hmm. I've ever done. It's all that I've. It's the only thing I've been able to become a professional at, a master at, right, and reach the the top level. And it took so many years um, to get to that point. And so the idea of having to start back from square one was terrifying. And so that part of me was like, you know, I, I, I really don't want to let this go. Um, because like at this stage of my life, at this point in my career, I'm, I'm respected. I've, I've earned a lot of, um, you know, honor and respect and awards and a lot of great things I've been able to do for myself and my family and to, um, you know, kind of just leave leave that, you know, in the past and just have the memories from that and start from square one was, was really terrifying. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I had to realize that, you know, all athletes go through it and, and this just happened to be my time. Yeah. What made you decide that fin, um, finance was where you wanted to go? So my dad was actually in the business. Um, he, he used to tell me a lot about it. Uh, and it, it used to go over my head. I, was, I used to be like, man, if you don't just stop talking about this, because I'm not listening. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like that's parents. <laughs> yeah, it's parents, it's parents right? Um, and unfortunately, when it comes to finance, that's kind of how it goes for a lot of people, a lot of Americans, where once they start talking about big numbers and big concepts, um, it kind of goes over, you know, in through one ear and out the other. And that's kind of how it, how it happened for me. Um, and after I got done playing, he's like, okay, well, you know, what's next, right? Which is probably the biggest question I've ever been asked in my entire life. 
my, my previous uh, profession in football, you know, if someone asked me what's next, I know exactly what's next, right? When I was in high right. school, they asked me, all right, what's, you're done playing that, what's next? College ball, great. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you did this, you won these many games, what's next? Um, you know, All-American, great, what's next, right? Pro, pro ball, combine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you always, have a, you always have a plan as to what's next. It's already laid out for you. You really don't know what's next. It's, it's kind of hard to even decide or, or, or even know where to look. Right. And that's where a lot of people kind of fall into a depression where it's like for so long you've been you've been guided by a playbook. And for the first time in your life, you kind of have to design your own playbook. And so the reason why I got into to finance um, was because it, it kind of gave me a little bit of that structure um, that I got from football. And so it kind of felt like home for me where I know, OK, I can study these these concepts. Um, I can you know work for for this type of company. I can help people in this regard. Um, it kind of gave me uh, a lot of the the confidence that football gave me, right? And that I love mm-hmm. I love being able to to work with other people. I love being able to be on a team. I love being able to progress from one point to the next, um, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, and and selfishly, it, it's it's actually really interesting the fact that I get to learn a lot of these concepts, and when I speak to my peers about it you know, they're asking me questions and they're confused and, and they want to know more about it. And it kind of, you know, puts me kind of a, a step ahead to where I can be more of like a leader and like a mentor. And, and those are things that, you know, that really drove me when I was playing ball. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's, those are kind of my driving factors now in, in, in this industry. When you just said you're you're able to help your peers, which I definitely called you and I talked to you for about like an hour and a half with a million <laughs> questions because I'm so like I made it a goal this year, like you said earlier on that it goes over people's heads and you really have to make it a point to really invest time into understanding finances. And so you definitely yeah. gave me so much knowledge. Yeah. And I love what you said about like you're able to measure your success, kind of how you're able to measure your success in football. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, um, how did you I, like during the transition? How did you kind of uplift your spirits when it was still so new to you? Finances was still so new and that it's not that you no longer love football. You still wanted to do it. It's just that maybe it was that time. It's it, It's tough to say only because. You know, when you go through that transition, and and for it, it that that time period, that time span is kind of different for a lot of guys, a lot of people, where that quote unquote transition might last, you know, three, four, or five months. Some people might last three, four, or five years. I even know some some guys who are twenty years removed, and they they're still going through, you know, the the, the transition, and so. Um, being able to lift my spirits up, it, it was, it was trying to find the little, the small wins, right? At the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm a competitor. I'm an athlete, you know, winning is what gives me a lot of joy. You know, in sports, it's, it's painfully clear who's the winner and who's the loser, right? Whoever has more points at the end of the game is the winner, right? Whoever doesn't is the loser. And so being able to kind of translate that into finance where there is no scoreboard um, was a little difficult, but or be able to quantify what those wins were, right? So if it's 
you know, passing this certain exam, that that's a win. If it's helping this family do this, give them that peace of mind, that's a win. Close this deal, that's a win. Even get the job, you know, that that's a win. You know what I mean? And like that's kind of what kept my my confidence and my spirits up. Um, again, like a lot of athletes, they kind of go in cycles where things will be going great, and then they'll start to think about you know their past self in 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 their sport. And they'll kind of take a dip, and they'll kind of go up and down. But if you if you kind of look at it the way like the way the stock market moves, right, where it, it's pretty volatile, so where it, it'll go up, it'll go down. Sometimes it'll take bigger dips, it'll take bigger spikes. Um, the lows might be low, the highs might be high, but at the end of the day, it's still trending upward, right? So if you look at the stock market from fifty years ago to where it is today, um, it's it's trended upward since then, right? And so that's kind of the way it works for athletes during the transition where once you get out of the out of the game, you're at an all-time low, right? And mm-hmm. as you keep progressing, you'll hit peaks and you'll also hit valleys. But the biggest thing is to be able to, you know, um, incrementally move forward, right? And keep keep rising and keep, um, you know, stacking those small wins on top of each other, you know, because eventually you're going to start to hit those, those bigger wins and, and those bigger wins are going to mean a, a lot to you just as as much as those wins meant to you when you were playing your sport. Actually, I'm thinking about how, you know, as you're talking about sports, I can tell it's it's such a big part of um, you and your identity. And so I want to ask, was that challenging to kind of separate football as like your main identity? Were you, did you have moments where you actually had to find out like, and think about who is Randall? Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of still, you know, um, trying to get used to that, this new identity. Um, And it's it's a process. That's real. Yeah, it's a process because, um, like I said before, so many years I've been, you know, Randall the football player. And Mm -hmm. I loved it because it was something that I was really good at and something that people respected me for. You know what I mean? And so. Wait, so how how long have you officially... I guess, stopped playing football professionally? So it's been, my last season was the end of 2018. So um, a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but still going, not that long ago either. Yeah, not that not that long ago at all. You know what I mean? It, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fairly, fairly recent. And so that's another thing that um, is tough, especially when it comes to professional sports is I'm trying to find this new identity, but other people don't really understand that. And so they still might see you as, you know, you know, Randall, the, still might look at me like Randall, the football player. Um, and it's kind of tough because it's like, yo, I'm, I'm not the, that guy anymore. I'm this guy. And they kind of look at me like, yeah, all right. All right. Let's just pass, man. You're Randall, the football player. You know what I mean? And so that kind of like is a little frustrating. Um, and I kind of, I kind of use this, um, analogy with a lot of people because it, it kind of puts things in perspective but you know with football you it's it's kind of like i was in a relationship with football um you know for like 15 years um yeah. you know the late great kobe Bryant talked about you know his love his uh, uh for basketball how he fell in love with the game right? he, was a, he was in a relationship with the game mm-hmm. and the way it works with athletes is you know you you devote so much time and energy and and, and devotion and and love and passion and and sacrifice and investment and blood and 
tears, everything, right? Um, and then all of a sudden, it's like a breakup, right? You break up with this game. You, you know, end a relationship, you know, a, a romantic relationship. You don't really want to talk about your ex that much. You don't want your friends or strangers to bring up your ex because you kind of want to move on. You want to find out who you are, your new identity. And so right. if, you can, if you can imagine, you know, walking around the mall or walking around anywhere, going to a family function or hanging out with your friends, and they're constantly bringing up your ex and, like, how much better they're doing and <laughs> how someone else is um, uh, enjoying your ex, right? Like, that's, that's kind of how it, how it goes. Where it's like, man, I, I don't really want to talk about it. Which is why a lot of people, a lot of guys, they kind of separate themselves from the game after they're done playing. Because they don't really want to, they, they don't want to deal with, with, you know, how the game has kind of, has left them, um, you know, kind of in the dust, right? But eventually, you, you kind of heal, time time goes on. And then, you know, when other people talk about your ex, it's like, okay, well, you know, we had a good time. Um, I, hope she, I hope she's doing well. Um, and, and you kind of leave it at that. But again, it's it's a process. It, you know, you walk at eight miles in, you know, walk eight miles out. And so, yeah, that's such a great analogy because, like, I got to really kind of relate it to something that, you know, I'm more familiar with. I've never played a professional sport, but, you know, that really helped me kind of personalize it. And, like, even in this time where, like you said, you're going through this breakup with football other people still see you as like an item basically. And so how did you navigate other people's expectations, whether it was fans you've had or you have your friends, loved ones, how are you so, able to navigate that? Yeah. So yeah, it's a good question. So um, I'm, I'm still trying to learn how to navigate. I'm, I've, I've kind of got a, a, a hand on, on how to navigate it with my friends and my family. Like I've explained to them what I, what I'm going through and um, you know, how they can kind of help me, uh, help me through it. Um, but when it comes to people that I don't know, like former fans, um, people that I might run into, you know, at, you know, a bar or the mall, wherever it might be, you know? And so with those things, you kind of just got to let it, you know, happen. But after, after some time, like, like I said before, after after a while, whenever you hear that your ex is doing good with someone else, it doesn't bother you as much. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of how how it goes. Where it's like people might come up to me and be like, you know, ones are, are you know they're doing well. They just won another game. Just, all right, cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, right. But yeah, but it's like it 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 it's it gets tough at times. Um, and I'm, I, I would say that I'm a lot better now than where I was before. Um, and that kind of, that's kind of how it goes for a lot of athletes where, and so navigating through all of it is probably the current stage that I'm in. Um, oh, I don't know how, yeah, I don't know really how long it'll be um, or what it even looks like, but I know that the people that are most important to me, my friends and my family, uh, mm -hmm they understand what I'm, what I'm going through. Um, and they've got, they're more empathetic, not only towards me, but to other, some of my other friends who, who play ball with me. Um, and so that's at the end of the day, that that's really all that matters. I can't control what, what, you know, fans and, and strangers and, you know, trolls on the internet. I can't control what they say or how they feel or what they think. Um, right. And with fans, it's a little bit more separated. You don't have so much, 
as an attachment. So I'm glad that your loved ones and your friends are really supportive. How was that conversation telling your parents or the closest people to you that you've decided to, to no longer play football anymore? Ooh, man. Good question. That was, uh, (laughs) it was, (laughs) it was tough. It definitely was tough. Um, because for, for a few reasons. So, in football especially right it's it's a savage barbaric sport where Mm -hmm. you know toughness and grit and all that all that macho nonsense is is praised right Mm -hmm. um and so when you show any bit of you know emotion or if you show any bit of weakness it's looked down upon it's frowned upon so i mean you don't really a lot of guys don't really talk to anyone about what they're going through mentally or what they're feeling on the inside, they don't, they don't really talk about it because they're going to be viewed as weak. And if they get viewed as weak, then um, it gets kind of a shot to the ego. So, Did you have to relearn that? Sorry to interrupt you midway, but did you oh, have to relearn how to communicate yeah, your oh, yeah. feelings and emotions? Absolutely. I, I had, no, no, no. I didn't have to relearn it. I had, I had to learn it. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's is, crazy. This, okay. Yeah, I had to actually learn it because this these are things that i've never experienced before like i've never had to i didn't even know what that was like i just thought that was you know i mean something that you just do in therapy but i was like man like i've distanced myself from you know friends and family because i was unable to or unable to communicate how i was actually feeling and so Mm -hmm. people can feel that when you're not being genuine to your true self they can feel it you know i mean so um, telling them ab- about my decision to hang up the cleats was tough because, like I said before, they view me as Randall, the football player, who's strong and, and gritty and put together and determined and focused and, you know, all the, the great attributes that you, you see in football players, right? Everything that you mm-hmm. – and then the best football players. And so it, it was tough to tell them, like, look, I'm – I, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. And for a lot of people, it's a little confusing. It's like, what do you mean you're done? Like you've been doing this for so long. Like, so wow. for the people, and again, for the for the people that that really mattered to me, my friends and my family, they they understood. They, they you know they congratulated me on a great football career um, from high school, mm-hmm. uh, and they said, you know, we're excited for the next phase of your life. And you know, at the at the time, you know, when you're on the phone with them, or whenever when you're with them, and you're you're having these conversations, it's encouraging, because it's like you know these people are supporting me off the football field. You know what I mean? For a lot of a lot of people, um, a lot of fans, especially, they don't know what a lot of guys are doing off of the football field. And you know, if people were to find out that I was doing archery, they'd be like, "What do you put that down and get in, you know get in the weight room or you know." Go do something specific to your sport to get you better, so you can win games for us. Um, and so it was encouraging to hear them talk about how uh, they supported me and supported my decision. But you know, honestly, honestly, even even after hearing that support, um, as soon as you end the conversation or get off the phone with them, it starts to get more and more real. The more people you tell, the more real it gets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that first person I called when I, uh, you know, after, you know, I told my agent um, was my dad. And, you know, we had a, a pretty long, like an hour long conversation about the decision. And, you know, he told me how proud, you know, how proud of me he was. And, 
you know, how we do it all over again. And, um, and, you know, it's, he's grateful that Jay will, you know, I've been able to take this, you know, this yeah, far and all the, all the things that, you know, great dads, you know, tell their kids. And so, um, and it was tough. It was tough. Cause it, it kind of felt like I was, I was letting him down. It kind of felt like I was letting everyone down. You know, making something that, you know, people have found enjoyment in, you know, watching me play ball. Right. It's but I'm sure f- that's not the case. But no, no, of it's course understandable not. that you would feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the case at all in the slightest, but it's kind of it's kind of what I felt like, you know what I mean? Because it's like mm-hmm. people enjoyed watching me play for so long. And now I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm done. And then we've relied on you to, you know, to provide this entertainment for us. And like, you're just going to hang them up. You're just done. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like that, but that's not at all how anyone felt. Well, the one they get the, the, my friend's family, that's not how they felt. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it was, they're very encouraging and uplifting. Um, but with a transition. I'm sure like they're this. actually excited to have more time with you yeah. to really get to know you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they, you know, there's so much time that I, 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 I couldn't do a lot of things with my friends and family because of football obligations. I couldn't go on family trips. I couldn't mm-hmm. um, hang out with the boys at, you know, a bar. I couldn't, you know, go to, I miss birthdays, baby showers, weddings, um, engagements. Yeah. Didn't you say parties. you have like a, a a niece or nephew on the way and you actually you know get to be really involved in that and yeah go yeah to the festivities oh man i'm so excited i'm so excited like i get i've, I've been here for um one of my best friends his, his child's birth he, he had he had his first one i missed unfortunately because of football and and his new child um his baby boy i was i was able to be there for him like i'm excited i've got a bunch of wedding invitations my fridge now and i'm gonna be able to make i'm gonna be able to you know make it to all of them and that excites me because like now i really get to appreciate and i get to partake in the in the big moments you know so that's amazing and how it's so it's so interesting to hear that there's a contrast from what you felt at the time like hey i'm letting these people down they're they're you know not going to you know they're gonna look not not gonna be able to enjoy this part of you and like Mm -hmm. what else do you have to offer but then flipping it to the other side it's like you have now so much time and not so much time but you're they're able to have so much more of you and they're so excited for that yeah yeah exactly it sounded like you have like moments of loneliness and then now it's it's transitioned to where you can actually welcome people into your life and during um, your time of transitioning into learning finances did you have moments where you're like having to not be so good at something and can you talk a little bit to that yeah um (laughs) uh whenever i do something i want to be good at it right away right Mm -hmm. um and a a lot of people do um but that that focus that drive and determination is is um is even even more so when it comes to athletes, especially athletes who have been a professional at a uh, 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 respected sport. And so, um, it was it was frustrating not being good at it, and it was frustrating, you know, not knowing certain things. But I kind of had to be patient with myself because um, it's it's an ongoing process, it's an ongoing learning experience. Um, as far as getting the knowledge in, in this in this industry, and then those people who have been in in this industry for twenty plus years, who still have a lot more to learn. You know what I mean? 
Um, mm-hmm. And the same goes with football, where I, I remember I used to be in the meeting rooms with some of my, you know, uh, teammates and my coach, and he's been coaching for 25, 30 years. And I remember he, he taught us something. He's like, listen, I want you guys to do, you know, this with your footwork. And I told him, I was like, well, that footwork is not going to work well because this player likes to do this. And if I take this footwork, you know, it might put me in a bad position. And he's like, okay, you know, fair enough. Well, how would you do it? And I described it to him. He's like, oh, I didn't even think about doing it like that. If that works for you, let's run with it. You know what I mean? And he learned something that day. And he's been in, this, he's been in, in, in football for 30 years understand yeah. that that's how every industry is where it's an ongoing process and not you know you, you can get better at it you know as time goes on but not everyone knows everything you know what I mean? yeah you're always and learning you're always learning you're always learning and it, it's frustrating being the rookie sometimes because you want to know everything but you got to be patient because it's going to happen you know one 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 day at a time and i kind of have to embrace that rookie role and that rookie mentality because for a lot of people, that's kind of where they get ahead, get into a new role. And, um, you know, you don't know a ton, but you're, you're hungry and you're driven to succeed. So you're going to do whatever it takes to, to get from point A to point B. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're a veteran, you start to, you know, worry and have, you know, self-doubt because there's a bunch of other things that now that you know um, could go wrong. Right. But when you're a rookie, it's like, I don't even know the things that could go wrong. I'm just going to go for it. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how I've had to attack this new uh, career where it's like, I don't know everything, but I know what I want. I know I, I want to succeed. So I'm just going to go after it. And um, it's, it's worked so far. I mean, it's been working. You've, uh, you know, walked me through a lot of things. It's gotten me to open my Vanguard account and really to like, Think about how I want to invest diverse portfolio. There you um, go. <laughs> so look at that. So I yeah. really appreciate it. And even before when you were talking about like, oh, uh, Randall, the, you know, the athlete who's determined, grit, upstanding, I think you're still translating that into your current state, but just in, in this new kind of field, mm-hmm. still very knowledgeable. And, um, and I love that how you said you're always learning so do you ever, have you had moments where I guess you're like, oh, maybe I can go back and play a little bit or be um, involved in the sports? Because I know that's something that has to be on people's mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, every now and then you, you kind of, you might watch, watch it on TV or you'll see, you'll go to a high school game or college game and you're like, man, I could do that. <laughs> but, but, uh, or some, sometimes people might even come. I remember I, on my way back from a wedding, um, this, uh, this past weekend, actually I went out there for a buddy of mine, uh, his wedding. He actually currently plays in the NFL and I played against him in high school. I mean, in college or I played with him in college. Um, he and I used to go, go, you know, at it cause he was a defensive end, not me, a, a tight end. So he and I would go against each other all the time. And, um, it's funny when I got out to the wedding and I was sizing him up and I'm like, oh, he's my size. I'm like, I can still do this. Like we're still the same size. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, uh, I need to, I, I can't, sometimes you, you kind of fall into that trap when it, when it comes to playing the game again, because it's mm-hmm. like after it, it, you know, it, it, to a certain degree, it's like riding a bike. You know, you know what to do, what you know, 
you know, things to, to look out for when you're playing a game. But when you're so far removed from the game, like you lose so much to be able to, to, to get back into it. You'd have to, it take, it might take a full year of training to get back to that level of, of competition. You know what I mean? Which is why a lot of guys just decide, you know what, like, let me, I can't get back in the NFL, but I, I still want to be involved with football. So let me coach, let me be a little league coach. Let me be a high school coach, college coach. Um, let me, you know, in some capacity be associated with the game. And for a lot of guys, that's even a form of therapy in, in and of itself. Um, and so for me personally, when it comes to coaching, um, I don't, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> um, it's coaching is, is difficult. It's a hard job and it's stressful and all the things that we used to put, you know, uh, our coaches through, I don't want to deal with that. So I'll leave that up to them. Um, football in general is a 100% injury rate. If you play football, you're going to get injured. Like that's just how the game, there's no one that's played football professionally, right? Got to that level and hasn't had, you know, suffered any inju injuries. And for a lot of, a lot of us, we've got lingering, you know, uh, aches, pains, injuries, you know, staples, pins somewhere um, yeah. that are, that are going to be there for the rest of our life. But it's kind of like a, a battle wound, a battle scar. Um, and it's kind of like a, a little bit of a, um, um, like a little bit of a memento, a little keepsake um, for the, like, when it comes to the memories that you developed um, throughout the years. A playing little the game. moment. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like though that, that part of the game, I, I, def I definitely don't miss, you know, waking up in pain and going to sleep in pain is not, it's not the funniest thing. And like on a positive note, I'm sure uh, is exciting. I mean, I'm sure your dad is excited that you're, kind of taking on something that he's been doing for so many years. Yeah. Oh, he's so excited. He is, <laughs> I, he's more excited now than when I was playing football. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay. So yeah. is he geeking out with you about finances? Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. yeah. We talk, whenever we get on the phone, it's like an hour conversation. Um, we'll usually start the conversation with like, um, like our eating habits or diet because he's trying to lose some weight. So am I. Then I'll transition to politics. And then we'll like the last forty minutes will be just finances and some of the clients that I've got, um, some of the clients that, he, that he's had in the past, different concepts, um, you know, how the stock market's doing, a lot, a lot of those things. And so, it's conversations that I never thought I'd have with my dad, but it's exciting because I'm now it's an it's an opportunity for me to bond with him. Um, and so I've been able to, you know, and that's that's been the you know, the redeeming, you know, positive thing that's come out of my, you know, retirement is being able to bond and connect with not only my dad, but, you know, other people in my family and a lot of my friends um, that I haven't been able to when I was playing ball. Yeah, that's, that's like amazing to hear. And it's crazy to hear you also say that you retired from something and, you know, you're not even 30. So in yeah. my mind, that blows my mind. Uh, personally, <laughs> when you say you have retired from something that, because, yeah. you know, that hasn't even crossed my mind as I can retire from anything. But um, I guess like, yes. last, I'm going to put your, I mean, I'm going to put your Instagram on the show notes, but <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else you want me to share, but 
if they can contact you that way yeah that's <laughs> about cool. any financial needs yeah cool yeah no doubt no doubt i've got a, a website too that um i can, I can shoot over to i think it's on my instagram um but oh okay is... i'll include the website you can shoot that over to me um, okay, or great. you can say it right now too yeah so um a couple things so everything that all my social media handles um it's just you know at randall telfer it's my instagram twitter um um for as far as my website goes, it's just www.randotelfer.com. Um, I hope I don't sound arrogant or cocky with the website. It's oh no, shameless plug! But, I think that's, <laughs> people need that. <laughs> but 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 yeah, that's my that's my website. Um, there's you know a lot of financial. Telfer is on spelled T E L F E R. Yeah, for T- anybody who needs to know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and so you can find a lot of good information on there. If you want to reach out to me, you can contact me directly through the website, um, and then we can proceed from there. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much for joining this podcast. It's been so insightful, and thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.